0: Three, two, one. 2, 1, welcome back to the Bushnell Project, John Bushnell here as we continue on our study of Genesis in the Bible, the very first book of the Bible, and we are in chapter 35. Now one of the things I want to mention, if you've been following along, this journey now that Jacob is finally going to take is probably about 10 years from the time he has returned to the land and had his encounter with Esau, so... Some time has gone by, and the big thing that happened during that time was this uh, incident with with his daughter. So now he's finally going to go and fulfill the promise he made 10 years earlier to God about building this temple in Bethel. And he needs his family to get a little bit more focused on God. We talked about that last time. So let's continue to read because there's some interesting things here that I don't want us to miss. So we're starting in verse 5, and we'll probably read through 15. And as they journeyed, a terror from God fell upon the cities that were around them, so that they, these cities that were around Jacob's clan, did not pursue the sons of Jacob. And Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him, And there he built an altar and called the place El Bethel, because there God had revealed himself to him when he fled from his brother. And Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, died. I remember Rebecca is Jacob's mother. Uh, So anyways, and Deborah Rebecca's nurse died, and she was buried under an oak below Bethel, so he called its name Alon Bekuth, which is a weeping oak tree. The verse nine. God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padam Aram and blessed him, and God said to him, Your name is Jacob, no longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come from your own body. The land that I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give to you. And I will give the land to your offspring after you. Then God went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him. And Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stone. He poured out a drink offering on it and poured oil on it. So Jacob called the name of the place where God had spoken with him, Bethel. And we'll stop there. There, chapter 35, verse 15. So a lot of different things, very important things happening here. One very, very important thing here is uh, another encounter of Jacob with God. And again, God is saying his name is going to be Israel. It's a confirmation of the earlier encounter. And Jacob is finally fulfilling this temple that he had promised to build in Bethel. And so he's going to build that. And... um. And so sometimes when we read through Genesis, we can read through thinking that things happen right one right after another when a lot of time has passed. So here we have the passing of a person who was not named before. She's briefly named when Rebecca leaves her father to come with Abraham's servant to go on the 550-mile journey back down to the land where Abraham is which is where they are now currently and marry Isaac and so this woman has seen a lot she travels with Rebecca and is there as she meets Isaac and gets married and 20 years later they would have tw- she would have twins Rebecca would and um I mean yeah Rebecca would have twins and this nursemaid, obviously uh, would be attached to Jacob in one way or another, and she continues to live. And so at some point Jacob has gone to see his aging father. His mother has passed away, and maybe this this nurse maid has requested to go with Jacob, or maybe Jacob has requested that Deborah, Come to him, since since obviously Rachel doesn't uh, Rebecca doesn't need her anymore. Anyway, Deborah is with Jacob, and Jacob pauses here, and even God mentions this very loyal person to this family uh, being buried, and honors her here. And so it's it's interesting that she is mentioned, and this is the only time that she is mentioned by name. So we are assuming, because it says uh, Rebecca's nurse, that's the same Rebecca's nurse that was given to her when she left her father that uh, millennial ago, a century ago, and so this is a a woman has seen all of it, lived to see all of it up to this point, and now she's passing away. And then, after burying her, Jacob has another encounter with God. And God is very clear with Jacob. You know, I am that same God of Abraham and Isaac. But now we're moving forward, you and I. This is God talking to Jacob, right? And we're very clear. Later on in this chapter, Isaac is going to pass away as well. So this is God coming to Jacob, preparing him to become the leader of this family, of this tribe, this people group that God has his hand upon and to even prove it that as they moved from where they were to Bethel that God struck fear in all of the peoples around them and so this is this is something that it's a thing God does that God can do and so he does it so for us you know thinking about life walking with God is we can trust God with everything God does not forget the details God does not forget the people in our lives, or who we are, or what's going on, and He's aware of the coming and the goings and the passing on. He's aware of uh, if there's a if fear needs to be struck into others for whatever reason or not. And He's a God that uh, honors has a, has an honor toward those who have served Him well, as we see in the servant here, who is. Um, who is even named, right? So when um, when Deborah is named here, that's, that's a great honor. And God is about calling a certain people out. He's calling Jacob out as a continuation from his covenant with Abraham and then Isaac, now being carried on with Jacob, who will become Israel, and it will carry on through his sons all the way to the Messiah coming, Jesus Christ. And although these are none of these people are perfect, they're just like us. We need purpose in our life. We want to have an idea of where we're going, and God says, "I will give you the idea. I will let you know where you're going when you need to get know. What you need to do is keep your eyes on me and trust me." And Jacob's had a hard time with this—a really hard time. Staying focused, staying on task is not something that Jacob has done really well when it comes to God. He did it really well when it came to wanting to pursue a woman. He did it really good when it came to pursuing his the wealth for his people. But it hasn't been something that he's done really well with God, pursuing God. So how about you? Do you have some things that you're really well focused on, but not focused on what what God is doing with you? Or what God wants you to do. And I know myself sometimes I get distracted And I need to be called back to what God is calling me to do. What is my purpose? What is He taking hold of me for? And what is the great works that He has for me to walk out in as we read in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. So, hope you guys have a great day. Keep reading God's Word. Read ahead. Chapter 35, it will, uh, or wait till tomorrow's podcast uh one quick little shout out to my wife. Maybe it should be a much more than a little shout out, but today marks our anniversary and we have been married thirty seven years it was it's been a marvelous thirty seven years It definitely does not feel like thirty seven years, although we have eight children and five children in law now and a dozen grandkids. So we have been fruitful and we have multiplied as God has called us to do. In that sense, we knew that God was calling us to do that. But what a woman. I am tremendously blessed. And so if you're listening, honey, happy anniversary. And to all the rest of you, stay on course. It is well worth it. God bless you.